All right, this is really great. Um, like Justin said, my name is Ben. We're super glad to have you here if this is your first time. Uh, if this is your first time, you maybe notice it's like a crazy setup. We're doing a youth takeover. It's super sweet. Um, normally the lights are at the back. And so when the lights are in the back and shining the stage, like the band and my dad, they always complain because it's super bright. Like they can't see any of the crowd. But I mean, this morning I can see all of you. And it's really helping with nerves and everything, you know? <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I'm super excited to be talking to you this morning. Um, I'm going to be talking about how worship can transform your life. So um, we have been talking about the Transform series uh, the past couple of weeks at Connect. It's been going really well. We've been learning how we can transform our lives through Christ. Okay, my iPad just turned off. Sorry. It's embarrassing. So, sorry about that. We've been talking about how we can transform our lives through Christ instead of conforming to the ways of the world. And it's really similar to what we've been talking about in Connect Youth. Over the past couple months, we've been talking about how we can make uh, changes in our lives to grow closer to God and be more like him. Um, Justin, he's right here in the hat. He spoke, he's our lead youth pastor. Um, He spoke on how you can change to build a stronger relationship with Christ. Um, Caitlin, his wife, is right here. She spoke on how you can grow closer to God through prayer, and I actually um, spoke on the power of worship and the meaning of worship, and I'm actually going to be speaking to you guys this morning about just that, about worship and how you can transform your life through worship. So you just heard the youth band. They're amazing. They're not up here every Sunday. This was a first, actually. We have... um, Justin Flutter, he's our worship pastor, and Nick's up here sometimes. They're all, they're all incredible. Um, but this one, I remember this one particular Sunday, like you all came in, you just heard that. It was like great worship. The youth is jumping. Uh, I saw my grandpa jump in. That was awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's, it really sounds good like every morning. But this, I just remember a couple months ago, this one particular Sunday, we were worshiping and um, Something was like off, right? Right. So there was this sound coming through the speakers, and it just really did not sound good at all. Sometimes we have like technical difficulties and stuff, and the, some wires will be messed up or something. Um, but it it sounded different. It sounded like there was it, they were playing like this audio of a cat dying, and it was coming through the speakers. It was like. Seriously, it was really bad. And I'm looking around. I'm looking back at the sound guy. I'm like, is there something wrong with the table, the sound table? Or is, and I'm looking up at Justin, who was worshiping. I'm like, is it his guitar? Like, what's going on? And I, I'm just gauging the room, trying to locate the, um, the source of this, like, t- terrible sound. And I look over to the side, and it was when um, my dad. So my dad, if you don't know, is Dave Jane. He's the lead pastor. Um, he says Hi. So he was standing over the side. He was standing. If you see him, he'll be rolling around on a scooter on crutches. He broke his ankle. It was this horrible mess. But anyways, he was standing on the side, and, like, he had his headset on. If you ever, if you come, he, you know he wears the headset, and he's always messing with, he's always touching. He's like, man, some guy messed up. He's British. He's like, oh, someone messed up my headset. I can't do a British accent. <laughs> But anyways, he's standing over there, and for some reason, his, his lips are moving with the, with the, like, they're moving at the same time as this sound is coming out of the speakers. And I'm like, I'm like, what's he doing? And I, I just was like, oh, 
he's singing. <laughs> he was singing, and his, his headset was on. His mic was on. He forgot to turn it off, and he was singing. And sorry, Dad, you're just bad at singing. I'm just, I mean, it's worship, and you're supposed to sing, and it was, it's good for him, but it was not good for everyone else who had to hear it. So that's not even the funniest part. Like, the funny thing is, we actually record all of our services, and we caught it on video. So check out the screen. Worship isn't always as pretty as it's supposed to be. Um, my dad gets, his mic gets left on sometimes, but it's no big deal. We keep carrying on. Worship, I believe, um, is just an incredible way to connect with God. Worship is an awesome way to honor him. And um, I'm just going to dive into my message now. So, like most people see me up here and speaking and my dad's like the lead pastor of a church he owns a church and they like <laughs> I don't know how that was funny but okay I'll roll with it thank you thank you um they people like might look at me and think that I'm closer to God than other people like I accepted God in my heart when I was three in the back of a minivan and like I've never grown up not going to church you know I grew up Sorry, I grew up going to church. But this doesn't necessarily mean that I'm closer to God than any other, any other teen city in this youth section or sleeping at home right now. Um, the first time I actually, like, encountered God was this past summer at, I was 16, it was this past summer at Breakaway Camp. How many of you have been to Breakaway Camp? Right? Breakaway is an amazing camp. If you're a high school out there, I encourage you to come this summer, sign up. It's just an amazing experience, but um, so the worship, like any anyone who's been to Breakaway can attest, the worship at Breakaway is amazing. Like the environment is incredible. Uh, worship is like an amazing experience at Breakaway. Worship is amazing here. It's amazing anywhere. But this uh, one particular night, I remember I was praying to God and I'm calling out to God. I had up until then, I had never experienced God before. I never encountered God. It may seem like I'm all holy and almighty because my dad is a pastor and I'm speaking on stage. But I had never, I had never, like, talked to God, communicated with God. I would never felt him in my life before. So I was, I was standing there worshiping, and at the same time, I'm just praying. I'm praying to God, and I'm just... I'm just repeatedly praying. I'm asking him to come into my life and show me, give me a sign that he was there that night. And it's not, I don't know if I necessarily was looking for 
him to show me that he's actually real. My entire life, I've believed he's real. I, I believe that he created all things, and um, I just had never had never encountered him before. So I asked him to come into my life that night, and right, I was praying this prayer over and over. Right as I say amen, the band stops playing whatever song they're playing. Um, they pick they pick up another song, and the first lyric to that song, it was, the first lyric is, the atmosphere is changing now for the spirit of the Lord is here, right? And I was, I was just, that was just really cool for me. As I'm praying, and right as I say amen, the, the new song starts and it says, the spirit of the Lord is here, right? Can I get an amen for that? Isn't that cool? Isn't that cool? So that was the first time I had ever really felt God in my life. And it was through worship. I believe worship is an incredible thing. I was, uh, uh, I found a Bible verse that like really goes well with my story. Um, we're going to put it up on the screen behind me. I, it doesn't have any sound, so it's going to be all right. <laughs> but um, the verse reads like this. It's, it's Revelation 3.20. It says, look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in. It's a, let me read that one more time. It says, look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in. So this is God speaking um, through the Bible. Holy cow. That, did anyone see that? I just slipped on that cord. Oh, my goodness. So this is, sorry. sorry. This is God speaking to us, um, telling us that he will stand at the door. He's ready to come into our lives. I take this verse as it's saying, God is standing at the door knocking, ready to come into our lives, okay? But he's not going to be the one to open the door. That night at camp, I was, I was just praying that same prayer. I knew that God, I knew that God was there. I believed him in already. I, I knew that God was ready to enter my life, but I was the one to open the door. I was the one praying and telling him to come in and show me a sign that he was there. So, Worship, through worship, I found God. I mean, there are many ways to connect through God. Um, you can, like Caitlin preached on, you can connect through prayer. You can strengthen your personal relationship. You can pray. You can go to church. But I just believe a super powerful one is worship. A great way to connect with God is through worship. So I'm just going to challenge all of you this morning. Um, the band, I'm going to go off. The band's going to come back up. They're going to start playing again. And um. I just want to challenge you all to pray that same prayer that I was praying and try and just talk to God. Tell him you're here ready. He's knocking at the door. He's ready for you. Tell him you're on the other side and open the door right now through worship. I'm just going to encourage you guys to try and connect with God this Sunday morning. We're going to continue with our worship. So will you all stand with me, please? And let's just continue our time of worship and keep singing. Again, thank you guys for being here. Um, worship band, can we give a round of applause for the worship band? Uh, they killed it. Um, I, am, I am just constantly, constantly encouraged um, by two things. Um, not only the band um, that plays and that sings um, or runs you know, lyrics or runs the computers or sound or anything like that, they're great and they're amazing and they lead, they truly, they're not just playing music, um, they are leading our students in worship and today they're leading you guys in worship. So they're, they're an awesome job.
Um, they did amazing. Uh, probably two years ago, most of them weren't even playing instruments or anything like that. So for them to get to the point where they're at, they are. Um, can we give them another round of applause? That was awesome. And then second, I just want to encourage you, youth students, uh, because this has encouraged me over this past year that we've been doing a lot of, we've been doing a lot of worship nights um, and a lot of kind of worship activities um, through this, this past year. And the excitement and just the way that our youth group uh, just runs after God through worship is just mind-blowing. Like, they just connect. They get it. Um, they are giving glory to God every time. Um, we have a lot of fun. We jump around. Um, but we know that we're doing it for one person and one person only, and that's to give uh, him glory. So, uh, youth, you're awesome. Give yourself a round of applause. Um, thanks for being here with us, sitting here in the front. Uh, and Ben Jane, holy cow. Um, Dave, you better watch out. He's going to be taking over. Uh, he's going to be taking over your job here pretty soon. That was awesome. Uh, I also want to thank Dave and Casey for allowing us to uh, take over the entire service. He's like, "So what do you have planned?" I'm like, "Just, just come. You'll figure it out. You'll know." He's like, "Okay, <laughs> okay." So thank you uh, for allowing us to kind of take over. Um, unlike Ben, I'm not going to make fun of you um, as much. Um, I actually have a slightly different kind of take on, on your dad, honestly, uh, Ben. So this was maybe four years ago now, kind of at the beginning of, um, the beginning of Connect and kind of launching. And I remember Dave and Casey took uh, my wife and I on this, uh, this convention, or conference. They took us to a conference um, in, they took us to a conference in Atlanta, and it was an awesome conference, and we got to have worship and all that stuff, and, and he sang there, but he wasn't mic'd up, so I couldn't hear him, so it was fine. Um, but then we got in the car, and oh my goodness, you turn Adele on the radio, and he is belting it out. He's hitting the high notes, he's hitting the harmonies, He's, I mean, he's good, so as long as you don't put a mic on him, I think he can sing fine. Um, so, you know, shout out to, to our, our pastor here, um, hitting the Dell notes. It must be a British thing, so. Um, but, hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, if you are a youth student, thanks for being here. If you are a parent, thank you for uh, entrusting your, um, your kids with my wife and all of our leaders. We have an amazing group of leaders that just, they show up every single Sunday night, and most of them serve on a Sunday morning. So that means they're serving. They're here at 7.15, 7.30. Um, some of them, they serve all the way through until lunch. They go, and they grab lunch and like a half-hour nap, and then they're back at the Connect Center to start serving again. So this is like a full-time day for those leaders. So can we give them a round of applause as well? Um, they're, they're amazing, but again, thank you. Um, as, as Ben kind of said, we're continuing our series um, on Transformed. Let's see what time is it. Okay, we're going good. We're continuing our series on Transformed. Now I just wanted to give you a quick update, kind of what um, we've been doing as a youth group. Um, and, and something that, that has jumped out to me big time in, in a couple of the nights and a couple of the things that we've done, we have big worship nights and we have a great time. Like one time we had Ben speak and we had just insane worship. He spoke, it was great, crazy hype night. Um, and then the following week, 
Um, it, it was insane because the, the, that week we got to see people go after God and worship God um, and, and kind of a big, fun, exciting night. And that was amazing. But the following week, we had a kind of a, a more, um, you know, simplified, stripped down service where we talked about the power of prayer and we gave um, our students the opportunity to just have some quiet time as we just played some super quiet um, worship music and just kind of stepped, you know, walked them through steps of how to pray, um, how to ask God for things that you need and not necessarily just things that you want and what that looks like and, and how to pray. And we, we looked at what Jesus talked about in the Bible and, and we walked them through those steps and just to see uh, them take that seriously and to, to take that time, and, we, and it was probably about 15, 20 minutes, which I know is super hard for middle schoolers uh, and high schoolers to sit quiet and just focus on something for 20 minutes, but they did an amazing job. So just seeing that, um, that growth in them was something that was amazing. And that is, that is truly a way that we're using um, kind of this youth group with this church and pairing together to transform not only the lives of, you know, the adults here in the room, um, I was going to say old people, but that wouldn't have been good. Um, the adults here in the room, but also the, the students. So it was a great time. Um, and then after that, what we did was we wanted to kind of take a look, because there's, there's some, if you're a middle schooler or a high schooler and, or a parent of one, you know it's not easy to be a middle schooler or a high schooler. Yeah, it's easy. They don't have jobs. You know, you, you buy them all their stuff and give them stuff like that. But having to go to school and the things that they deal with um, is tough. And, and we kind of got together um, as a group, and we wanted to, to identify some of these issues that we were facing as, as youth and as a youth group and what that looked like. Um, so what we did was, we took a week where all we did was we took these giant pieces of paper. They were like 50 feet long each, and we rolled them out on the ground, and we taped them down, kind of like this. We got a picture over here. So we taped these, and you can't see it very well because it was dark in there. But we taped, this is, this is one piece of paper, this is another piece of paper, and this is another piece of paper. And these were running all the way across the auditorium at the Connect Center. So what we did was we wanted to, to, to take a look, um, kind of, jump out 10,000 feet and look at our schools, look at the people that are around us, our families, our friends, uh, and just say, hey, what are we dealing with? What are they dealing with? And it was just um, insane to see the kind of the transparency um, of these kids, things they're writing down like depression, insecurity, suicide, loss, worthlessness, fake love. And we, we just took one time on this first sheet of paper and we wrote down Everything, it was actually this bottom sheet of paper here. We wrote down all of those things. What are the problems that we're facing? What are the issues that we see happening in our schools? These deep-rooted issues, not just like my hair's messed up or like I had a booger in my nose and I didn't know and I went to talk to the girl or something like that. But these, deep, these deep-rooted issues, um, there is some booger writing on there, I'm pretty sure. But these deep-rooted issues that, what are these things? And first, we wanted to identify them. So what we did is we first identified them, and then second off, we just looked at big picture, if anything can be done, what could it be? What could be done? If we could help some of these problems, if we could help fight depression, if we could help fight insecurity, if we could help fight suicide, if we could help support people during loss, what does that look like? How, how can we do those things? And we brainstormed all these ideas right here in the, morning, in the middle here of what could be done if something could be done, or can, there, can something be done? And we found all these things. And we looked at these, um, <clears throat> and we talked about these a little bit. 
And then we went to the top paper and we took a look at, okay, we've identified the problems. We've identified that they, there can be some things to do about them. Some things are gonna be harder than others, but we can do things as a group. We could, we could help with this. We are in these schools. We are in these friend groups. We are in these families. We could do this. So what is something that I personally can do to fight these problems of insecurity, of depression, of worthlessness, of fake love? What is something that I can do? And it was just insane to see our students take ownership of that because by taking ownership of that, they began to see what that looked like and they began to go into their schools, into their friend groups and doing that and hearing the stories that came back from that was just um, insane. We'll share, you know, share some of those stories here one day, uh, but just being able to hear those things and seeing lives change just by a group of students looking at a big picture problem and then finding a really small thing that they can do. Because when we did this, it not only transformed the people's lives that they were helping or whatever they are doing uh, to help those people, it was transforming their own lives because it was causing them to look more like Jesus. So what we did was we took this uh, one week experience and we broke it up um, and we said, what are some of the big topics that we wanna hit and we wanna go over to address this? And that's what we've been talking about um, for the past six months now. As a youth group, we've been talking about those topics. Um, but as we kind of went on with them um, and started looking at them, we, we found a common theme that was kind of ran throughout the entire thing. And, and that was super simple. And, and that was um, this one theme. And pretty much, it's pretty easy. It's just do what Jesus did. So we gave out these wristbands that, you know, WWJD, whoever saw like 90s wristbands, whoever had one of those like WWJD bracelets, they're like these like little things to tack on and everything. So we gave these out. What would Jesus do? But the problem was back in, you know, the 90s or whenever they had these, when I was, I was a kid, I feel like they gave these out as a thing like, hey, wear it on your wrist. So then next time you feel like you're going to cuss, don't do it, because what would Jesus do? Or next time that you want to talk back to your mom, what would Jesus do? That kind of thing. And I think they hammered it into us, this fact of Jesus doesn't do these things. If you're a Christian, you don't do this. You don't do that. You don't do this thing. You don't say this thing. You don't hang out with those people. But we wanted to take a look. If we're, if we're trying to do things, if we're trying to solve some of these problems, what did Jesus do? And how can we look at that? And we went through a lot of different things and looked at what Jesus did and looked at how he talked to, to his disciples. But there was one simple thing uh, that really jumped out from all of them. And it was this simple verse. Um, and Jesus is talking to his disciples. Uh, this is, this is um, kind of towards the end of his life here on earth. He's talking to his disciples. And he says this verse in John 13. They're asking them, hey, here they're asking, you know, Jesus, what do we do when you're gone? How, like, how do we act? What are the things we're supposed to do? We've been following you around. How, how do we handle ourselves? And he simply said this. He said, so now I am giving you a new commandment. Love each other. Just as I have loved you, you should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. And that just hit. That last line. Your love for one another, one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. That's like tweet worthy right there. <laughs> that is good. 
And we simply just came up with this idea that if we were just, if we just loved people the way that Jesus loved people, and I'll go ahead and invite the band to come back up, but if we just loved people the way that Jesus loved people, how would that look? How would that change? Uh, how would that change their lives? And how would that change our lives? Um, and by doing this, this is just, this is just, um, it's it's crazy how simple of a thing this is. I, I mean, love people. I mean, John Lennon said it, the Beatles said it, uh, whoever. But first, Jesus said it. Super simple. It's this one idea of just simply loving people. And we can kind of get into all these rules of things we shouldn't do uh, and all of that. But if we could just focus on loving people the way that Jesus loved people, we could truly transform our lives. And I'm going to get just, just a couple, a quick last, last couple points here when it, when it comes to um, transform. And what that is, is transform, in order for transform to take place in our lives, we have to first surrender something. We have to first surrender in order to transform. And I know we talked about this, um, a lot of this stuff I'm echoing that we've talked about over this series in the past few weeks, but we need to transform. In order to transform our lives, we first have to surrender. We have to surrender our own insecurities, our own doubt, our own, um, you know, feelings, um, just to simply love people. Those are the things we need to, we need to surrender to God so that he can transform our lives. And then finally, um, this last step here, Surrender requires a step. And that's what we talked about. That's what Ben kind of was, was saying, you know, through worship. But that requires a step. In order to, when you surrender, you have to, you have to take a step. You have to open that door. And that is what we want to encourage you guys through this entire series uh, and through everything that we've been talking about as a youth group. That we simply, you need to take a step towards God. And if you take a step towards God, he will take a step towards you. He wants to have a relationship with you. And that's the best thing about it. We serve this, this mighty God, but we also serve this compassionate God. And he wants to have that relationship with us. So you guys can go ahead and stand. Um, we're gonna just sing just a quick couple more songs here. Um, but... I know, I know, you know, worship is confusing. Um, if you've never experienced it, if you've never been to church, um, and especially like a week like this, uh, you walk in and you're like, why are the lights flying in my face? Why is it so loud? Uh, but worship, worship is, is simply taking a step towards God so that we can experience his presence. We can, we can give up. We can surrender our own comfort. We can surrender, you know, all our insecurities, and we can simply allow God to transform our lives through worship. But that takes a step. So what we want to want to want to do is encourage you. We're going to sing a couple more songs, and we're going to sing this song we sang at the beginning. It simply says, "You are worthy of your name." We're going to sing that, and I just encourage you guys to to take a step. Take a step that you haven't taken before. Maybe for some of you, simply standing up in worship is something you've never done before. Maybe for some of you, uh, you know, singing, actually singing out loud, that's your step. 
Maybe for some of you, um, that step is raising your hands or just praying or opening your hands or anything like that. But through this, I want to encourage you guys just to just to simply take a step towards God. So would you pray with me? Dear God, thank you that we get to come here today. Thank you that you are a God who loves us. You are a God who wants to transform our lives. You are there, and all it requires is us to take a step. That's all it requires. So we pray that as we sing this next song, we pray that you will open our hearts to you.